This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. One-sixth of Americans mainly use their dishwasher for something other than washing dishes. What else? What else could you... Well, I know there's things you sell that are dishwasher safe, as they say. Uh-huh. I, I will say, I have... Somebody told me this life hack years ago. Uh, as a bald man, I wear a lot of hats mm-hmm. on a baseball caps. And somebody once told me, if you want to clean your caps, but you don't want to put them in the, the washing machine because mm-hmm. they'll get all crumpled up, you can put them on the top rack of the dishwasher. I've heard the same for shoes as well, running shoes. Hopefully you're not washing dishes at the same time you're washing hats and shoes. No, no. Put a cycle between, actually. An empty cycle between. Hmm. Why does this glass taste funny? (laughs) But still, how often are people washing their hats? That's a a once-in-a-year move at best. 60% of people primarily use their dishwasher for washing dishes. Of course. seems low. 60%. (laughs) Some people say they use their dishwasher to cook things like salmon and lasagna. What? Does it? How? What are you using your oven for if you're <laughs> cooking lasagna and salmon in your dishwasher? There was an oven there. Now it's a curtain and there's bowls behind it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is, is that even actually possible? Let alone do people do that. How is that? I know it gets hot gets in pretty there. hot. Not right? hot enough. That's insane. And how is that, like, in terms of time, like, how long does it take to cook salmon in a dishwasher? You'd think longer than the oven. Yeah, you'd have to run three cycles or so. It doesn't get hot enough. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey. Hey, my name's Derek, man. And, uh, oh, sorry about swearing. Um, you know what? You guys are talking about dishwashers, right? You got it. Yeah, the kids used to bitch, they're growing up now, but but the kids used to bitch all the time, when are you eating the dishwasher? It's like, what the hell? We got two of them, right? <laughs> you and your sister. <laughs> so did you never have a dishwasher? Like, a, you never bought no. the appliance? No. No, we had two of them. We had two of them. They were, uh, you know, human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got the joke. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hi, how are you? Good. Have you been cooking in your dishwasher? No, but I did uh, fall down the rabbit hole of YouTube one time and came across a guy who cooked steaks a bunch of different ways, and he did one in the the dishwasher, and he he reviewed it afterwards that it was good. He did it like a a bunch of different ways. Did you say eggs? No, steak. Oh, cooking a steak in the dishwasher. Yeah, it's kind of like... I think the idea of it, like, you know that sous vide stuff? Yeah, yeah, the sous vide where you have it in the, the airtight bag and you drop it into a uh, a thing of boiling water. Right, right? That's, how he did, that's how he did it. Like I said, I was watching YouTube, and all of a sudden, somehow I got onto that. But, yeah, he said it wasn't bad. So. <laughs> I don't know. I'll don't take know. his word for it. I, don't think, I think yeah. I'm going to stick with the barbecue. As of today, Canadians are able to travel into the U.S. There are a couple stipulations. Rando vaccination, um, proof of vaccination checks at the border. Be prepared for those. They may ask you, they may not ask you to provide proof of vaccination. And then on your way back into Canada, you will need to present a negative um, PCR test, Hmm. COVID test. The one time it's harder to get back into Canada... Than it is to get in the states. Yeah. 
So uh, some people aren't happy about that. But for a lot of Taz and Jim listeners who have been stuck on this side of the border, they've got family, they've got work commitments, they've got all sorts of stuff going on on the other side of the border. Um, this is a good day. It's a step in the right direction for sure. We have our pal Duty Free Steve on the line. He's with Duty Free Niagara on the Canadian side of the Rainbow Bridge. How are you, Steve? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Pretty good, man. Can you see the any lineups there from your vantage point? Well, at our particular bridge, uh, we're the Rainbow Bridge, which is uh, just in Niagara Falls, connect, connects to Niagara Falls, uh, U.S., uh, it is uh, pretty clear sailing right now. Um, I did hear that there was uh, a little bit of a lineup at the Peace Bridge on the way in today. Uh, there definitely is some uh, pent-up demand to head to the States. So we anticipate that uh, a lot of people are going to be kind of staggering it out, a little afraid to go over first thing, uh, as, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk. But we believe, um, you know, they're, they're kind of uh, just waiting a little bit, uh, and then they'll start flowing through. Yeah, duty-free, Steve. One of the, the forgotten things about this whole the border being shut down is the duty-free stores. How has this affected your business? Uh, it pretty well uh, took us out uh, out of business almost. Um, we were, uh, well, as of March uh, 2020, we, we ended up having to uh, close our doors. And then as the economy uh, started picking up a little bit, um, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, businesses around us were able to open their doors, but since everything we sell goes into the United States, uh, we were unable to uh, open up. Um, the uh, There was some traffic going through with the essential uh, workers, but our particular store, we don't have any trucks that go across the border, so we were getting no essential business. So uh, we've essentially been closed up until August uh, for that period of time, and uh, of course all the other bills uh, come in, uh, you know, we, we do have to pay rent. Yeah everything so it's been it's been really tough we're we're certainly uh looking forward to uh the various stages of uh you know getting business back to where it should be yeah this has got to be a big day for you and anyone in in the duty-free biz one of the great things about crossing the border jim is stopping at the duty-free right oh yeah everybody's getting cheap booze or whatever i'm sure there's been guys just waiting for two years to get cheap smokes yeah you know well how many how many stinky people are there out there who haven't been able to get their cheap uh, cologne or perfume. Apparently, I mean, those are the nicest displays. Somebody's <laughs> buying all those. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> what's what's the hot deal there uh, at, yeah. the, at the Rainbow Bridge today? Like Any cheap Toblerones? What do we got going on? Well, interesting enough, we're, we're usually very, uh, very big in, in confection. Uh, but, uh, you know, we haven't been buying anything for quite a while in that categories because it uh, it expires quite rapidly but uh, of course the alcohol will sit uh, and uh, and mature well as you uh, as it waits for the customers and i think our you know our kind of our number one seller is crown royal yeah, yeah some nice know. aged whiskey yeah it's aged an extra two years thanks to the pandemic <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah that's that's where we're going to make our money back i guess Apparently, U.S. President Joe Biden had a pardon me moment at the COP26 climate summit in Scotland last week. You hear about this, Jim? No. The rumor is Biden was talking to Camilla Parker Bowles. The royal 
family member? Is that who that is? Yeah, Prince Charles's yeah. wife. And during the chat, Biden apparently farted loudly to the point where Camilla hasn't stopped talking about it. It was long and loud and impossible to ignore, according to one source. Whoa. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> well, Mr. <laughs> President, good to talk to you. He's putting the brand in. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> this is, is this for real or is this just like some crazy internet rumor? I don't know. This is they're talking about cutting emissions <laughs> at the climate summit, and apparently Biden farted. He he released his Camilla Parker bowels in front of Camilla Parker bowls. I was reading something else too, and it was another crazy rumor, and it's along this line. Maybe Joe Biden is having some like incontinence problems because I heard. Because his meeting with the Pope was supposed to be televised, and it was going to be a big thing, and media members were supposed to be there and watch it, and at the very last minute it got canceled, and it was under no circumstances. Nobody knew what the circumstances was. Allegedly, he pooped himself. <laughs> that that Those were the rumors that Joe Biden had an accident? And I don't know if that's true, but now this gas story's coming hey, out. What's uh, going on with Biden's butt? Let the guy who hasn't been there cast the first stone, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Every two years you have a little accident, you know. Right. Yeah, too much draft beer or whatever. Sure. Something international with you. flight. <laughs> you know, some weird foreign food. <laughs> Him and the Pope. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Yeah, but they're both at that age where it's like you don't care anymore. Seventy-nine years old, Biden. In in two weeks, on the twentieth, he's going to be seventy-nine. Good lord. And at that point in your life, you're like. You've earned it? You've earned it. <laughs> Just let him go. The good thing, if you did fart in front of the Pope, he's all about forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, of course. You used to say, hey, sorry about that, old Popey. Yeah. Okay, so, yes, my child, just do two St. Mary's and we'll overlook this. <laughs> two Hail Marys. Two, two Hail Marys. <laughs> been a while since I've been to church. Yeah, every time, every time Biden lets one go, it sounds like he might be saying a prayer. <laughs> Please don't be solid. <laughs> don't be solid. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, peacock, It's time for sports. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio is here with us. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Raptors, unfortunately, they lost last night. They did lose to the uh, Brooklyn Nets. However, the, uh, the big takeaway for them, I think, for a lot of people, should be uh, Pascal Siakam returns to lineup. He's on a minutes restriction. He hasn't played really in six months, so it's going to take him a little bit of uh, time to uh, get back in playing shape. But he's back in the lineup. They started him at center yesterday as well, which is really interesting when you look at uh, a front court of him, of Scotty Barnes, and OG and Anobi, three guys who have a lot of switchability and a lot of length and should be fun on defense. And they'll be fun to watch. So the, this Raptors team, which, you know, is kind of up, kind of down, which I expected, uh, but they're starting to come together a little bit more. When he's in playing shape, he will give them a much-needed shot of offense, but it might take a little while for him to get in playing shape again. Remind us what happened with Siakam. He had to have a, a surgery, right? He had uh, shoulder surgery in the uh, summer, and it's interesting because he was talking after the game yesterday about how it felt to be uh, back. But he also talked about just the, the surgery process. And for him, it was the first time 
he's ever had surgery and he was scared it was his first surgery he uh, talked about you know he was crying a little bit he hadn't cried since his dad passed away and it's just interesting when we look at athletes sometimes we won't always have that you know real connection to them as human beings it's like this is their livelihood and for some people it's you know a really scary experience to have surgery for the first time especially when at that point he'd been dealing with you know for a year and a half now two years uh, people being very critical of him and the way he's played and how he's been the guy since Kawhi Leonard left. And you're worried about, well, will I be able to come back and be healthy and be able to help the team? And there's a lot of real world, you know, concerns and worries these guys uh, carry. Well, just getting put under for a surgery is scary. Have you guys ever get, been put under? Yeah. I've been put under, but it was just for like, uh, you know, for, um, dental stuff it wasn't yeah. like for a hardcore surgery mine was just to pop my shoulder back in not like invasive <laughs> surgery but if you're getting wheeled into the operating room they're gonna cut you open <laughs> and they say okay we're gonna put you to sleep with some drugs you don't know what's gonna happen man i'd be freaking out no matter what i was having done if they were putting me under yeah hopefully i never have to experience that you but, probably uh, will <laughs> yeah, <laughs> odds are <laughs> I'm going to jinx it now, and it's going to happen tomorrow where I'm going to slip and fall and need surgery. So, Well, your smile looks great, Dev. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever whatever they knocked you out for in the dental chair, well worth it. <laughs> great to have Pascal back in the lineup. Thanks, Dev. The Green Bay Packers lost to the Chiefs yesterday, 13-7. to uh, Packers having to dig deep to find a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID-19. He is getting a lot of flack. People saying he misrepresented his vaccination status. He is not vaccinated. Here he is on Friday. He was on uh, with Pat McAfee talking about his decision not to get the jab. The right or whatever is going to champion me and the left is going to cancel me. And I'm, I don't give a shit about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going to go on Fox News like I wouldn't go on CNN. I have zero desire to do any of that. The only desire I have is to empower people to take autonomy over their body in all forms and facets. Some people saying that Rogers has been spreading misinformation the past couple of days, but I think uh, we can all agree that politics is a sham. Yeah, that's the part <laughs> I definitely agree with. Fact I check. Hate both sides. <laughs> uh, he's saying he wouldn't go on CNN or Fox News. Uh, he was getting some attention during the Fox NFL Sunday broadcast. Terry Bradshaw, not impressed with Aaron Rodgers. I'd give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he'd have just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learned, learned not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks, that's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, a lot of people disappointed uh, that Rodgers put his teammates at risk. But more importantly, uh, how about all those people that had Rodgers as their starting fantasy quarterback? He let them down. Didn't you think of them, Aaron? <laughs> Some other news involving a pillar of the sports community. 
and COVID-19. There is one of the all-time great hockey coaches who is no longer going to be behind the bench because they also refuse to get vaccinated. Hmm. You know who it is, Jim? No, who? Coach Gordon Bombay. What? From the Mighty Ducks? Emilio Estevez is not going to be back for season two of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers show on Disney+. Plus. I watched this with my son. We loved it. Hmm. He is the show. That's the only recurring character, right? Emilio will not comply with the mandatory COVID vaccination requirement. Um, so he won't be returning. They say there were some creative differences as well, but mm. the main reason is because Emilio won't get vaccinated. I guess, you know, as him and Charlie Sheen are brothers, but I guess there's uh, one major difference. Charlie Sheen will put anything in his body. <laughs> hey, Biden, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some, sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. But rural? Rural report. Rural report. There we go, bud. Yeah. The Taz and Jim program can be heard in booming metropolises like Hamilton, Ontario, Kitchener, Waterloo, London, Ontario. But between those towns, there is a lot of smaller communities. And there's some pretty crazy stuff that happens in those small towns. Oh, yeah. Who better to tell us about the uh, the latest than small town boy made good, our own Jim Kelly, Pride of Mitchell, Ontario. Where are we going today, Jim? You ever heard tell of Zora Township before, Taz? Zora Township. Whereabouts Ooh. is that? Yeah, it's kind of in between Stratford and London. You got your Thamesford, Embro. I think Tavistock okay. is in there as well. Zora. Cool name. Zora. Cool. Yeah, every time you go there, you leave your name with just a Z on the door. <laughs> That's Zorro, but oh, yes. okay, uh-huh. okay. Well, here's what happened. This is a bizarre theft here. Truck worth more than $90,000 filled with condoms stolen in Zora Township. $90,000 worth of condoms is the wow. contraband that was taken. Most shocking part of this story to me is that people in Zora Township are wearing condoms. <laughs> it's like everybody there has got... Either four kids or HPV. It's just the way she goes in Zora Township. There must have been a, someone was planning a family reunion, Jim. Maybe, that's why yeah, they had. That's why they had the truck. We need the trailer. <laughs> but I don't know what's going down in these small towns because recently there was a hundred thousand dollars worth of chocolate stolen from Norfolk County. Mm-hmm. It's like the Hell's Angels are about to have a hell of a sexy November, I think, or who's ever involved in this. The OPP are looking for who's uh, at fault here because on Road 68. Oh, missed it by one. So close to the perfect story. Road 68, (laughs) 5.30 a.m. on a Friday. They stole not only the trailer, but the truck as well. A white freight CAS 2018 truck with a Nova Scotia license plate. And the 2019 Van RXP trailer with an Ontario license plate. All gone missing. I don't know. You know, I try to turn these frowns upside down, like turn a negative into a positive, though, Taz. And, you know, maybe if you've been hoping to have sex with your lady without protection for a while, this is a good way to do it. Sorry, honey, condom truck is stolen. And if we don't have unprotected sex tonight, the criminals win. (laughs) Imagine that's the motive. (laughs) One guy. One guy just wanted to go. He wanted to go bareback. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) But the police are saying they would appreciate any tips from anybody, especially if you leave a quarter inch at the end of your tip and pinch the air out of the tip for a tighter fit.
Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.